0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly Here's today's headlines. Democrats rule challenge. Senate candidate takes on Packer. Drought woes. Could roll ruling save some House Ag Democrats? Races in rural districts and major farm states could play a role in deciding control of the Congress this fall. Republicans are widely expected to win control of the House. Dave Wasserman, a congressional analyst with the Cook Political Report, says races in regions such as South Texas or the Central Valley of California could go a long way in determining how many seats Republicans gain. It's going to be tougher for Democrats in non-major metro areas, places where there's not as reliable a Democratic turnout base, Wasserman says in an interview with AgriPulse newsmakers. But a pair of Democrats on the House Ag Committee, including Angie Craig of Minnesota and Abigail Spanberger in Virginia, could be helped by backlash against Republicans over the Supreme Court's ruling on abortion, Washerman says. Both Craig and Spanberger have districts that include suburban voters. Now take note, Washerman thinks Republicans have netted three House seats simply because of redistricting. But he also says Democrats could hold their overall House losses in November to about 15 seats if they can close the enthusiasm gap. This week's AgriPulse Newsmakers will be available today at agripulse.com. Candidate takes on Packers. Pennsylvania Democrat Senate candidate Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman is borrowing a page from President Biden's playbook when it comes to addressing inflation. Fetterman tweeted this Thursday, I don't know who needs to hear this, but while you paid $7 for a hot dog this 4th of July weekend, Tyson Foods posted nearly a billion dollars in profits last quarter. And he whispered in the note, corporate greed. For what it's worth, an eight-count pack of Tyson Ballfart Franks can be had at Walmart.com for $3.62. Smithfield to pay $42 million to settle a price-fixing lawsuit. Another packing giant, Smithfield Foods, has agreed to pay $42 million to its pork-buying customers to settle a lawsuit that accused the company of participating in a 13-year-long price-fixing scheme. A settlement agreement, says Smithfield, denies any wrongdoing but wanted to avoid the, quote, expense, risk, exposure, inconvenience, and distraction of continued litigation. A judge still must approve the settlement. Now take note, JBS, Tyson, Hormel, Seaboard Foods, and Swift are among the processors accused in the lawsuit of conspiring to fix prices along with pork industry data provider AgriStats. Dairy producers warn on farm bill issue. A senior member of the House Ag Committee, California Democrat Jim Costa, cautioning his state's dairy producers about expecting Congress to change a key provision of the dairy margin coverage program. Some larger scale producers in California and elsewhere want lawmakers to raise the five million pound cap for the lowest cost DMC coverage. Costa Hosting a house ag listening session at Fresno yesterday acknowledged the limit, quote, doesn't work very well in California, but suggested dairy producers focus on issues other than, quote, trying to raise the five million pound cap. A Take note, one industry representative called for increasing premium subsidies on dairy revenue insurance, which is popular with some larger operations. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak. After this, located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson-Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to Agripulse Daybreak. U.S. Ambassador, Ukraine Ag Chief, Talk trade. U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Bridget Brink met yesterday with Ukrainian Agriculture Minister Mykola Solsky for what Brink described as, quote, a sobering discussion about the country's need to export more grain. Solsky told Brink and other U.S. officials that the Russian blockade of Ukraine's Black Sea ports continues to cripple the country's ability to export grain, although shipments through an alternative route has reached about 2 million tons a month. Ukraine needs to export more than double that for the good of its farmers and the foreign countries that depend on imports, Solsky said. What you're doing is extremely important for the agriculture sector and the world's food security, said Brink in a statement released by the Ukrainian Ag Ministry. New trial ordered in dicamba damage case. Federal Appeals Court has ordered a new trial in a case where a Missouri peach farm was awarded $60 million punitive damages for dicamba damage. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals left intact the $15 million in compensatory damages awarded to Bader Farms, but said the district court judge should have instructed the jury to separately assess damages attributed to BASF and Monsanto. The new trial will focus solely on the issue of punitive damages. Dryness continues in the Corn Belt and elsewhere. This week's U.S. Drought Monitor shows that dry conditions continue to rapidly expand across parts of the Corn Belt, along with the Ohio, Tennessee, and Middle Mississippi Valleys. Separately, USDA's Midwest Climate Hub says its outlook for the region that crop conditions are quickly becoming worse as lack of precipitation and high atmospheric demand stress crops. Temperatures in the region have generally been, quote, well above average over the last 30 days, with large areas receiving less than 50% of June precipitation or worse. Very spotty areas have been wetter than average, the outlook says. Here's today's He Said It. We want to keep this industry united, border to border, coast to coast. We don't want a program that creates division among producers. That's Melvin Medeiros, leader of Dairy Farmers of America and a member of the board of the National Milk Producers Federation, acknowledging the difficult politics of modifying the dairy margin coverage program. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, July 8th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jock Nally.